Welcome to Funeral Services and the Web, a podcast dedicated to helping your funeral home use the internet. Brought to you by Funeral Radio. And now your host, Tyler Fraser. This is Tyler Fraser, your host for Funeral Services in the Web, where I seek out internet-related topics and explain them to you, the funeral professional. Today I have Diane Gray of Sanctuary on the show. Welcome to the show, Diane. Oh, thanks so much, Tyler. I appreciate it. Let's talk about Sanctuary. What does Sanctuary do? Sanctuary is a Facebook app. Um, it honors, it memorializes, uh, it helps the grieving, and it helps those who have lost someone have the ability to create their own page. Uh, you can upload video, music, photos, comments to each loved one's sanctuary page. And sanctuary is really um, part of the Latin word for sanctuary. So as we know on Facebook, one of the things that happens is when someone dies, frequently the page freezes. Um, you cannot post on it or sometimes on Facebook. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got an invite to friend uh, someone that I knew from high school, and I clicked on it, and I said, oh, of course, you know, I want a friend so-and-so. Um, and then I went to his wall to write to him, and I found out that the guy had died two weeks previously prior to that, and it was... It was just such a bad feeling. Sanctuary is a place where you can create an online memorial for those that you loved and lost. Okay, so how does Sanctuary work with the person's profile? Well, it's a separate app. So, for example, I have my own Facebook page, which is Diane B. Gray or Diane Gray. And then, because my son died nine years ago, I can create a sanctuary page in honor of my son, Austin. And other people can comment on it or look at the photos that I've posted, or they can upload their own photos in honor or in memory of. And each person, including myself, can keep Austin's sanctuary page open to the public we can keep it private, share it with family and friends. There are a whole list of privacy options, which I think is a, is a great thing. And also, too, if you go to Sanctuary's app on Facebook, you'll also see that there are pages for you know, Nelson Mandela, Heath Ledger, uh, very famous people, um, because a lot of times we've seen where people don't have a space online in terms of social media to grieve these people. So it, it's really very cool. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for um, people to memorialize or honor those that they love on on this app that's embedded on Facebook. So, the person's profile page, what does Facebook currently do with that profile page? You know, it's really interesting. I'm glad you asked that question, Tyler. What, what happens, and I've seen this, do you remember last year when Facebook, for their 10th anniversary, created a video. Do you remember seeing that? Yes. I do recall something along those lines. Right. It was it was beautiful. Uh, it was done. They took all of the pictures and then created this video. Well, that's a great thing, except in one person's case, this one father, 
wanted to see and share his son, his dead son's video, and Facebook froze it. And they said no, that the father, the, the bereaved father, could not have access. So, unfortunately, what happens is sometimes, um, you know, the passwords are such that uh, family members cannot get to the Facebook page. So it, it freezes. Um, in fact, this morning I got notice of my godfather's, you know, birthday on Facebook. And, um, you know, his daughters don't have the password and they haven't notified Facebook that my godfather passed away, you know, four years ago. So it creates, uh, it's a little awkward. Let's put it that way. So there, there are a couple of different things that happen with Facebook when a person dies. Either Facebook will take the page down if they're notified, um, or the page stays at is, as is if, uh, Facebook is not not notified, all kinds of things. So what has Facebook done in the past? Have you seen uh, much progression in how they've dealt with these pages? You know, I, I have. I, I will tell you this, to Facebook's credit, I think they are doing a better job on a case-by-case basis of really looking at the, the sensitivities involved when, um, you know, when someone dies. I, I really think that they are trying to look at their policies involving the deceased. But, for example, we know that um, in the coming years there will be 4 million Facebook users who will lose someone. Okay? Crazy, right? So so then what? Um, what will happen to those pages? It's a case-by-case basis. Some of the people will take the pages down. And when they take the pages down, all of the pictures are gone. All of the content is gone. Well, Sanctuary, when you enter Sanctuary, you know that this is a place to honor someone who is no longer alive. There are no surprises. We know that they're there to honor the deceased. Does that does that make sense? It does. I think that it decreases the value of Facebook service if they don't pay attention to how they handle this and they, they're showing um, people that you should friend that have passed away. Um, and uh, Facebook, you know, it would be definitely, um, it would definitely be smart of them to pay close attention in how they handle this issue. And I think um, Mark Zuckerberg at the helm is being very dynamic with a lot of things and moving, you know, in the in the realm of privacy um, and being uh, uh, definitely making some fast uh, changes to the service of Facebook. And I think that um, that this is really an important issue. We're speaking with Diane Gray of Sanctuary, and we'll get more into the product after these short messages. Hi, this is Robin Heppel, and I hope you're enjoying all the great information from Funeral Radio. I have been helping funeral homes get more calls and increase their averages for the past decade, and we have achieved this by helping their websites rank higher, making their Google ads perform better, and increasing their online reputation. As a listener to Funeral Radio, I would like to offer you a free Google and online market analysis for your funeral home. To claim this, go to funeralfutures.com forward slash funeral radio audit. Thanks for listening. This is Robin Heppel. UPD Urns leads the industry with our unique collection of cremation urns and jewelry, offering an exclusive line, including the hand-painted Titan Brass Urn. 
the Peaceful Pillow Biodegradable Urn, and the Southwest Reku Urn, all priced under $100 with free shipping. So visit updurns.com slash funeral radio today and get 20% off your first order. UPD Urns, memorable cremation urns and jewelry for funeral homes. Introducing the Walkboard Removal Cot. It comes in at half the price, half the size, and half the weight of other cots. Weighing only 30 pounds and with a 500-pound capacity, you can easily navigate corners, multi-story buildings, and tight spaces with the patented design. See their video at walkboard.com slash radio today. That's walk, W-A-U-K, board, B-O-A-R-D, dot com slash radio. Hello, this is Chris Gordon from A Simple Thank You, the originators of Digital Registry. Our service allows us or the funeral home to print out a customized guest book as well as acknowledgement cards that include addressing the envelopes to and from. This saves the family hours of time trying to decipher through illegible handwriting left by many guests. Visit our website, asimplethankyoufuneral.com, and see what funeral directors and families are saying about a simple thank you's digital registry service. We're back to Funeral Services in the Web. We're speaking with Diane Gray of Sanctuary. Diane, how many users does Sanctuary currently have? Uh, over 40,000. I was looking at um, one Sanctuary of Jesse Lewis, this, the young man who passed away in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings in Newton, Connecticut, and there was a huge amount of engagement on his Sanctuary. Yes, uh, I know Scarlett Lewis, um, Jesse's mom, and um, I think the you know that's a great example of where the the public has this um, incredible compassionate side that really really um, wants to participate in public tragedy. We we know that when we see shootings like that in Newtown, that you know, there's a really uh, a deep sense of mourning as a nation. So when people did log on to Jesse's Sanctuary page, it was unbelievable. I don't know if you read through the responses. I am sure um, that the family so appreciates what, um, you know, what everyone wrote. So this is a case where, or perhaps an example of where someone might create a memorial for someone else um, that they may not know. Um, I saw Nelson Mandela. Um, you know, this there there may be a case where um, a so, you know someone who um, had really believed in Nelson Mandela um, created a page for him. But on the other side of the coin, this can be a page for um, someone in the family. And I think that your service is really powerful because it records stories. Um, and when you hear stories, typically at a funeral, it'll be on a one-on-one -on -one conversation or in a small group at the wake or the funeral service or um, at, by someone speaking. Um, but when you start recording and you can add stories in the comfort of your home or any computer, you really start to grow the amount of information about this person. It's so true. And really, life is about relationships, right? We know that when, you know, someone dies, we don't say, oh, what a, what a great house and his five cars or his one boat or whatever, right? 
we talk about relationships, and how do we say that? We say, oh, he was my brother. He was my friend. He was my father. And sanctuary is a way to record those relationships. And, and that's what life is all about, in my opinion. So there's Lifebook. What does Lifebook do? Lifebook is fabulous. Um, Lifebook is a way to share and tell those stories through different, you know, through different ages. For example, on my son's Lifebook, he has the early years, the middle years, you know, the teenage years, and so on. And I noticed that uh, they're sorted by pages, so you can go through pages um, of the life and include videos. Uh, embed YouTube videos. Yes. And another great thing about Sanctuary also is the community part of it. And this is where I see Sanctuary's greatest uh, gift to, you know, the users. So often the grieving have a hard time connecting with others who have been through a similar circumstance. For example... Not every person who has, you know, lost a child, lost a child to rare disease, right, uh, as, as I did. Not every person who has lost a mother loses a mother to cancer. So we've created these communities so that people who have gone through very specific types of losses or loss due to a certain type of event, or in a specific relationship, like one community is loss of a father or loss of a parent or loss of a child. Or sometimes the communities are created about hope, which I really like. Sometimes they're about the way the person died, lost by suicide. We know that people um, really appreciate the opportunity to... um, exchange with people who have suffered or endured the same type of loss. For example, loss by suicide. You know, I've heard from a few users that they are really happy because they feel as though no one else has the ability to understand what they've gone through except for someone else who has walked in their same or similar shoes. So they're happy for the opportunity to connect. And especially outside of their own um, you know, their own family or their own city. Sometimes via social media, people say, you know, it's it's really nice to be able to share my feelings with people that don't live next door so I can be more open. That's really powerful. When you create a sanctuary and you, uh, and you, um, insert, you enter the app, it says um, Sanctuary can talk to uh, your friends and can access your friends. What does that mean? It means that I can send uh, an invite or an invitation to other people to join Sanctuary. Uh, it's just like any other page or, or an app. You know, if I create a, a company page for my company, I can invite my 1,500 Facebook friends to join that page. Well, that's what they're saying. So Sanctuary has the power to do that on your behalf? Yeah. Or you can or you can skip it. But in my case, I want people to know about my sanctuary. Uh, um, you know, another cool thing about sanctuary is that I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but you know on Facebook where sometimes, you know, life happens and someone dies and they'll say the 
funeral is on Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Well, it's really uncomfortable for many. And, and I worked in the hospice and end-of-life care field. It's very uncomfortable for even me to like a funeral announcement or sure. to like something about so-and-so is no longer suffering. They died after a long illness from whatever disease. Sanctuary was really brilliant. And what they did was when they were creating this, they created, instead of like, they used the word moved. So you click on it and it says, I was moved by whatever comment or whatever post or whatever message is being shared. Okay, and tell me about the donation setting. Awesome. I'll tell you why. One of the things that I hear from people all the time is that, you know, so-and-so died and we're going to start a fund, a nonprofit foundation in his or her honor. Or so-and-so died and we really want to help further the, the cause that he or she believes in. So you can create a donation in, like in my son's honor, for example, to the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross Foundation or to, you know, one of the other foundations that I thought were appropriate. So they, Sanctuary has a very, very long, long, long list of foundations that they have connected with so that you can click on the donor button and donate X amount. How can a funeral director use this in their services? I, th I think by understanding, first of all, that, and most funeral directors know this, you know, people don't grieve nine to five. They, they want to access grief uh, resources um, in the middle of the night. So one of the things that on um, Sanctuary's app and their website is they have a list of resources. So that's one thing that the funeral directors need to know. So it's not just about creating a page. They have a list of books. They have a list of videos. They have a list of, uh, of other content as well. They have people um, writing every month and contributing articles on grief and loss and hope. Um, and as well, my grief column is embedded within Sanctuary, um, so they can write to me directly at Dear Diane or follow me on Twitter, um, you know, and send questions that way. It really is a, a multidimensional um, resource for the grieving and the living. Um, and also, too, I think it's important to remember that Sanctuary is available not just for family members. It's for friends of the deceased. It's for colleagues who want to um, participate in an online memorial. So, you know, it's really a multifaceted resource for the grieving, not just about the, the page itself. And I think this is um, a newer issue with the growth, the explosive growth of Facebook, is that... Um, you know, should a service be a, a, a standalone service or should they focus being on Facebook, a platform that has such an enormous amount of users? I have um, a few friends that are not on Facebook and pretty much everyone else I know <laughs> has a Facebook page. Um, so that's that's um, a 
you know, a question that a funeral director would have to answer is, do I want to ask the family to build a profile on your website or do you want to have them create a profile on Facebook, a website that they're already on several times a day? Sure. Well, the great thing is I see it by using this, you know, via via Facebook's sanctuary-specific app, is think about it. If you are, and there are some other um, memorial websites out there on the web. So then you're asking people, as you just, uh, with a good observation on your part, then you're asking people to go to this other website. And as you said, they're already on Facebook, so a, a lot of people. I mean, Facebook has how many, a billion users? I mean, it's it's crazy globally. So if you look at the number of people that are already on Facebook, it's just a click away. It's not going to a different site and a whole different, you know, enrollment and number, you know. It's very simple. Great. Diane, it was a pleasure speaking with you. I really appreciate your time coming on the show. Tyler, thank you so much. Uh, I'm honored to participate, and I know that um, you know Sanctuary is here to stay. And, and I've seen already over the last you know, few months um, you know, some, some very positive things coming from from Sanctuary in terms of just resources and participation. And and a lot of it has to do with hope, not just grief, but, but real hope from connectivity. So thanks for having us. Recommended reading for this show is Killer Facebook Ads, Master Cutting-Edge Facebook Advertising Techniques by Marty Weintraub. Thanks for listening to Funeral Services in the Web. Until next time.